Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. This is Q&A podcast number 31, and this is going to be a more concise Q&A podcast because it is hot. It is so hot here that we have to leave the window open so the audio quality may include some uh, barking dogs and uh, road noises. Our apologies about that. I am joined by the missus. Hey, babe. How are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Actually, actually, John, we should say happy 4th of July to all your fellow Americans. Yes. Happy 4th of July. Everybody, we hope that you're... We'll, we'll try to get the podcast out on 4th of July, in fact. Eat a ton of barbecue. And and sing songs. <laughs> sing songs patriotically. Patriotically. Yes. Why? yes, and kiss the flag. Kiss the flag? <laughs> yeah. Do people kiss flags here? Yes. Really? Yes. I've never seen you do it. I don't have a flag and I don't kiss it, but some people do. And I have seen in movies, American people doing it. I think that's just one of those things that happens exclusively in movies. Kind of like (laughs) how people are able to sneak through the air ventilation system to some place that they need to go. One of those things that just happens exclusively in movies. Before we get into the Q&A questions though, I just wanted to real quick mention that what you hear here or find on my website, limitlessmindset.com, is not medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm just an unlicensed, experienced self-experimenter practicing free speech and talking about my own extensive experiences and interpretations of published science. And you are going to want to refer to a really great article that I have entitled, How to Biohack Smart and Safe. Take a look at that. And then I'm also going to direct you all over to a really great form that I put together. And this is a biohacking consultation form. And so I have people that email me all the time with questions. And sometimes I need a lot more supporting information. I need more details to provide good answers to questions. And if people fill out this form, that gives me all of the information to do that. And so if you've got like some sort of biohacking thing, perhaps you have some sort of like chronic condition that you'd really like to overcome and you're confused by the vast amounts of information to be found out there on the internet that is sometimes contradictory, send that form in to me. It will take you about 15, 20 minutes to really fill out that form properly, but it'll give me all the information that I need to give you some real answers. And so you can find that form, which is part of the Skin in the Game coaching, linked below wherever you're listening to this podcast. So you're going to want to check that out. If you are a lady with a guy in your life, like a a brother, a friend, some guy that you're definitely not going to date, but who you know is kind of a lonely, heterosexual guy. Maybe he's gone through some hard breakups. Maybe he has 
just kind of always been frustrated with women. Maybe he's kind of like a nice guy, but he just can't ever seem to find someone who appreciates him. You are going to want to direct him to my new book, which is entitled Don't Stick Your Dick in a Blender, How to Meet a Nice Girl Instead from a Tantric Husband with a Better Sex Life Than You. And that would be me, of course. I'm the tantric husband. Isn't that right, babe? Yes. So, yeah, this is a book that you're going to want to recommend to the guys in your life who are single guys who would like to meet a nice girl but are just kind of frustrated, who say, you know, I try to meet somebody, but people are just so flaky nowadays. Don't you hear that over and over again from the single people in your life? And I think that I have kind of cracked the flakiness code and I've written a manifesto for men about this. In the future, maybe there'll be a book for women on a similar topic because I know that women are also very, very frustrated by flaky guys. I know that there's a ton of flaky guys out there in the sexual marketplace nowadays. And unfortunately, I don't have any solutions for the ladies out there. I do however, have solutions for them in the biohacking department. What are the questions, babe? Okay. So question first comes from Keith on Twitter. Yep. Question for you. What would you recommend as a general nootropic for women? Personally, I'd say it's on the line from paracetam to nootpec, just sort of a general effect. But any thoughts for the ladies? My wife is always dragging, sick of coffee, etc. Yeah, so I've never talked to a woman that used paracetam and Nupept and thought they were great. Except for my massage therapist there in Medellin, Colombia that took my Nupept and then stole it from me and never gave it back to me. And then, really? never, and then she never contacted me on Facebook again after stealing my smart drugs. But it's okay. I'm not holding a grudge or anything. I forgive her from for stealing my supplements. Uh, so yeah, most women don't, they don't seem to really like the classic nootropic, the classic racetam nootropics. And if she's not into coffee, well, first of all, here's what kind of coffee she's drinking. Is she drinking like really good stuff or is she drinking kind of just average coffee? Because if she is drinking the mycotoxin-free, really high-quality organic stuff, she she should find that it tastes, it tastes good and that it consistently, you know, improves her mood, gives her more energy, etc. All those classic effects that you expect from caffeine. But I do know that especially a lot of women are sensitive to caffeine. So caffeine might not be the thing for her. So as far as nootropics for women, my top ones have to be the adaptogenic herbs, namely Schisandra and Rhodiola. Don't you like those? Yes. Okay. Did you did you notice any effect from Schisandra and Rhodiola? Mm. Yeah, maybe I was a little bit more energetic and overall maybe healthier. Yeah, so rhodiola as an herb is 
is experientially one of the closest things to coffee, I think. Rhodiola just gives you some nice pep and wakefulness. So if there's someone that's suffering from lack of energy, someone who's drowsy frequently, rhodiola is a pretty good idea. And you can take rhodiola at dosages in between about 400 to six, maybe 700 tops milligrams daily. And then you can actually just combine that with schisandra. And schisandra is another adaptogen. It's an herb from China and it tastes really nice. Next, I would recommend Irish sea moss. This is a nutraceutical that is what it sounds like. It is a sea moss that is gathered from the, the coasts of not just Ireland, but other places around the world. And the sea moss has, a, has iodine content in it. And a lot of women out there suffer from a bit of iodine deficiency, which causes all these downstream issues with thyroid. And so much of our bodily systems and our vivaciousness in life depends upon our, our thyroid working correctly. And it seems that there's a bit of a disproportionality of women that are suffering from thyroid issues. And so I, I wrote several articles about the Irish sea moss and I did a lot of perusal of the anecdotes of what people were saying about Irish sea moss out there on the internet. And I came across a lot of women saying that they started supplementing Irish sea moss and then they just started feeling a bit more pep in their step. They started feeling just a bit more energetic and on top of things. So I think that's, uh, I think those two are pretty good options. So I hope that Keith gets his wife a few of those and then lets us know how she responds. What's the next question, babe? Okay. Next question comes from Instagram from Sharan. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Hello, Jonathan. I was reading your articles on medium.com and came across your article on NMN. I first fractured my back about eight years ago and was on bed rest and then recovery for about four years. I gained a lot of weight and generally feel I aged a lot in the time. I was wondering, in the article it mentions a significant increase in testosterone with this supplement. Does that mean it's not particularly favorable for women? Hey, Sharon. Sorry to hear about what happened to your back. So I think NMN would probably be worth trying if it's something that piques your interest. NMN is definitely something that I think could be helpful in losing weight because of the profound way that it affects our epigenome. The NMN is just a very few steps uh, removed away from the NAD plus molecule. The NAD plus molecule is one of the most crucial molecules in our body for our genes to adapt and to switch on and switch off at the right times. And so a lot of times people have a tough time losing weight because their genes kind of get stuck in a metabolic 
mode where they are saving all the weight. You know, you have something like a back injury. It's a major trauma to the body. And so the body kind of gets stuck in a traumatic state if you don't, if you don't go through proper, proper healing. And as a result, you have a lot of weight gain. And then sometimes it can be hard to get rid of that weight. And so in particular, I'm going to link you over to, I called it the epigenetic awesomeness protocol. And this was a protocol. I think it was maybe a 10 week protocol that I put together for using NMN in combination with resveratrol and pterostilbine. And these three together are kind of like a dream team epigenetic weight loss formula where they are, these are uh, all natural, all natural medicines that are going to be feeding your epigenome what it needs to switch back into a fat burning mode. I don't think you need to be concerned at all with the testosterone increase effect because most women out there are actually okay with having a bit more testosterone. Uh, typically, for example, uh, what is it? Gynecologists will sometimes like prescribe women that are having like libido issues. They'll prescribe them a little bit of testosterone because women, women do need testosterone, not as much as men do, but uh, it will certainly increasing your testosterone levels a bit will certainly make you a bit more energetic, give you a bit more uh, joie de vivre. I don't know if I'm saying that French phrase quite right. And you also, I am not even certain if the NMN itself actually does increase testosterone. What I think is that the NMN probably just allows for the genome to switch on the right genes to increase testosterone production. And so some of the case studies that I were that I was talking about in my articles on NMN were like older men that had declining testosterone and declining health as they were aging and then they started taking NMN and then their epigenome started firing on all cylinders again and their testosterone increased. So if you are a, a younger or middle-aged woman, I wouldn't at all be concerned with you, uh, with you know, you growing uh, giant muscles or hair in places that it's not supposed to be on your body as a result of NMN. I think it might work out really well for you. I'd love to hear back from you if you try it and hear if it helps you to gain weight and get into a little bit better shape or health. Probably. Yeah, yeah, and then a lot if. Yeah, and then the other weight loss strategies that I would recommend is the big obvious one, which is more exercise, uh, expending more calories, while at the same time decreasing caloric intake, particularly in the form of fasting. If you can do a daily intermittent fast where you spend 16 hours out of the day not eating and then six hours, eight hours of the day eating, you're going to find that your body gets a whole lot smarter about burning fat. And especially so if you're getting out there and doing some 
cardio. And then as a final option, I'll also direct you to this, this nutraceutical that is not that well known, but it's fairly well studied. That's called Yohimbine. I'll link to it in the podcast show notes for this. And Yohimbine is an herbal supplement that has a unique mechanism where it releases the fat that is in the fat loss resistant sites of the body. So on women, this is, I believe, typically on the on the buttocks and around the hips, there's fat loss resistant sites. And then on men, there's a fat loss resistance site that's right in the middle of his belly. And so that's why you'll sometimes see men and women that actually like get a lot of exercise in the gym and they eat right, but they just can't seem to lose those last few pounds that are there in those specific sites. And actually the supplement Yohimbine can accomplish that. And it also works by giving you a little bit of an uptick in stress hormones. So you do wanna use it when you are working out because then it'll give you extra energy that you can funnel into having a better workout, losing more weight. What you wouldn't really wanna do is just take Yohimbine and then just go and sit in your office or go and sit in your car and commute to work. You'd get perhaps kind of stressed out as a result. So uh, try out NMN, try out some of those things. Let us know how that, how uh, it works for you.